Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Antique Auction Forum. I'm your host, Martin Willis. Today's episode is number 127. If you'd like to contact me, that's info at antiqueauctionforum.com. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. This podcast is sponsored by WorthPoint. Find out what your antiques are worth at worthpoint.com. Hi, I'm in Amesbury, Massachusetts, Dan Meter. How are you doing, Dan? Not too bad, Monty. And this is John McGinnis' Auction Gallery, so it might get a little noisy, hopefully not. And we're here today to talk about the upcoming presidential auction. Now, when I say upcoming, this podcast is going to be up for a long, long time. So let's talk about the date, first of all. Uh, it's February 17th, which is the Sunday of President's Day weekend in 2013. Okay. Let's talk, first of all, of this is an estate, but with John... F. Kennedy's items. Mm-hmm. So who is the estate and how did, first of all, how did you get? Well, th- this is the this. estate of David F. Powers. Dave yeah. Powers was a very, very close personal friend of John F. Kennedy and assistant in the White House. Uh, he was friends with John Kennedy from 1946 right up to the day in Dallas when uh, he was assassinated. Uh, what actually happened was Dave was sought out by John F. Kennedy in 1946. John was thinking about running for uh, House of Representatives in Massachusetts, and in order for him to have any chance of it at all, he needed to get the vote, vote in Charlestown, Massachusetts. So Dave w- lived in a triple decker. He was just a regular guy. He had been a newsboy as a kid, and he knew everybody in town. And they t- told Jack, if you want to win this seat, you have to get Dave Powers on your side. So it was January 21st, 1946. Dave Powers gets a knock on his door. He was actually at his sister's house babysitting 10 kids. His sister's 10 kids. <laughs> ten kids. And this young guy, nobody knew who he was. He was just a guy. You know, Jack comes to the door. He says, introduce himself, this whole thing. And Dave was very cordial and everything. But he said, you know, he says, I'm really, you know, supporting the other candidate. You know, the, he's already got my, my devotion and my work. And Jack says, well, would you just come with me? I'm going to be speaking to a, a group of ladies here in Charleston. I just want you to come and see what I'm all about. So Dave agreed. They went, and it was a, a speech that he was giving to, to the Gold Star Mothers. This was right after World War II, obviously. So he goes, and it, Dave said that it was quite a, a, a regular, you know, nothing earth-shattering speech. And then all of a sudden, you have to realize these were older ladies, ladies that had just lost their children, some from World War I as well, you know, that they, they lost their kids. And all of a sudden, Jack says, I can understand where all of you ladies are coming from. My mother's a gold star mother, too. And the whole audience just changed. And it changed the whole atmosphere to the point where the ladies were almost swooning because he was so good looking and everything else. And it yes. just changed the whole attitude. So he it did turned have out, that about And Dave, Dave was, uh, he, he, really, uh, he really changed his whole uh, concept. And right after that, he, he stuck with JFK all the was way through. Was he with change. a different party, like Republican? No, no, no. He was a Democrat. No, uh-huh, Dave okay. was definitely a Democrat. He was yeah. Irish. His parents were immigrants from Ireland, yep. and uh, they were all Democrats. And I want to apologize to the listener. We have a little background noise. It's our noise. heater. It's our heater. heater. It's uh, <laughs> one degree outside, and we can't. We've been trying to stop it. So, and we have to move on here. How did he amass these John F. Kennedy items? Did well, he actually give? Let's talk about. Oh, that. some of the things were given from from Jack Kennedy to to yeah. uh, Dave Powers, as well as all the other members of the Kennedy family. This relationship, like I said, started in '46, so it, it encompasses everything from the the beginnings of Dave's relationship with Jack Kennedy and his family right through 
it's basically three phases. We have pre-presidential when he was running for the House of Representatives, then the Senate, then the presidency. So then we have the second phase would be the presidential items. There was a thousand-day presidency. So we have those type of things when Dave was in the White House. Then we have afterwards, because Dave uh, stayed on for a year in the White House under Johnson and uh, stuck through the first year of his administration. He retired from that position in January of 65. Had Bobby Kennedy had asked Dave to start amassing and figuring out about what they would do for uh, Kennedy's legacy, having a museum. So Dave was asked to start pursuing, collecting, and uh, trying to, to fundraise for, for the uh, future JFK Library. So Dave hmm. held that position as curator from 1965 right up till he retired in 1994. So Dave you know, he understood what this was all about, and Dave, I don't want to say that he was a hoarder in any respect or anything, but he, he appreciated everything that he was going through, and it, he, he was so close to Jack Kennedy, and what it was all about was he saved all these things through the years. Now, he, being who he was at the library, donated thousands of things, you know, to, to the JFK library. Oh. So they, mm-hmm. he, they, he, through the years, he has given away to the library so many things of, of, of really national importance. It's not even funny. These are things that he kept close to himself. These are things that he felt were more personal. They didn't really have to be in the museum, per se, and they were his own. So he kept these things, and actually the family wasn't even aware that he had these things at home. The catalyst of the whole thing was about a year or so ago, the family decided that they had to sell the family home. The, 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 the mother was going to be moving into another uh, facility. So the family goes in to start cleaning out the house, and all of a sudden they, they go on through and they find these file boxes, and it's full of all this stuff. Wow. And it's just more and more and more. So the stuff had been sitting there for years and years and years. His father, uh, Dave, I should say, passed away in 1998. So the stuff had been sitting in the house, just sitting there, totally unaware you know, the family was unaware that the stuff was there. Almost so this was the, that was the catalyst of the whole thing. That's how, that's how we, we got it. He, had to, he called a number of auction houses, mostly New York, from Sotheby's and a, a lot of different other major auction houses, and they were all vying for the collection. It was a process to get it, but he chose uh, us here at, 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 in Amesbury at John McGinnis's to, to handle the state because he liked our proposal and the way that we would handle the, the, the situation. So it's really uh, uh, all-encompassing uh, relationship from Dave Powers through the entire Kennedy clan. So you have mm-hmm. everything from Jack, Jackie maintained a close relationship to, to, with Dave till, till he passed away. So there's, we have like 60 letters from Jackie Kennedy alone. We have about 35 wow. from Teddy. I don't know how many from Bobby. And of course we have a bunch from Jack. Now, uh, now I want to uh, ask you when you were going through these items, first, mm-hmm. you know, we will talk about the highlights, yeah. but when you were going through these items, did you find anything very surprising? Oh, it, I can tell you, I, I was at the Powers home for hours and hours and hours on several occasions. I mean, I would be there till late at night going through pursuing. I had to really, you know, figure out what this was all about. You know, what, what kind of stuff was, what, what were we looking at? Because we had to, you know, come up with a proposal and see, see what was there. Uh, I, I can honestly say that several times during that you know, sit down of me going through the stuff that I would break out in goosebumps. And it it was so moving and so touching because this stuff is so personal. We actually have uh, the, the schedule for, for the last two days in, in down in, in uh, Texas. Oh my so goodness. it's, it's wow. Dave's working schedule for, for November 21st and 22nd. And, you know, every member of the, the staff that was going to be going with him, and Dave went on every single solitary trip with John F. Kennedy from every campaign beginning in 1946 right through that Dallas trip. He was with him on every single trip. He went everywhere, whether it was Ireland, Mexico, wherever it was, he was with him on every single trip. Mm-hmm. So... 
I'm looking through this stuff and, and I see this, you know, everything, you know, it, it was, it's not that it was a mess, but there was so much to go through and it, mm-hmm. there was no sense of order. So I'm just going through and you'd never know what you find because there's thousands of photographs, there's thousands of documents, your paperwork, I, it's just so much stuff. So I'm going through and then all of a sudden I see this and it's, you know, it's not in anything special or anything else. And I'm reading it and I realize this is the actual working schedule that they were given on that day. And Dave annotated the entire thing. Oh. Every minute by minute detail as to what happened is unbelievable. And I mean, then when did he write actually when the, after the assassination? Th- yeah, yeah. This is the wow. actual schedule. And Dave, you know, you you look at this thing and it had been folded a thousand times, and you know, it's it's it's, it's well worn. Yeah. Okay. And he wrote in so many finite, so much finite detail. And it's, you talk about the grassy knoll. No, he didn't talk about sorry. No, no, no. This, this was his best friend in the world. This is a, a document. Uh, just, a, it's a, just like it a mimeograph doc- very document. Very historical, though. It, it, yeah. it shows you exactly the closeness and what was going through him at the time. He says, "My president was shot. My, I carried wow. my president." You know, Dave actually carried uh, John F. Kennedy into Parkland Hospital. He really? carried the casket onto the, the plane. He was right mm. there, sat with Jackie all the way home. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's well documented. I mean, he, yeah. he was that close. They were, they were best, best, best friend. Wow. wow. So we have stuff like that. I mean, so you asked me, you know, what was surprise? I mean, just to see that, and then you're looking at it, and you get goosebumps on it. I mean, it, it doesn't yeah. matter your party affiliation or what you thought. You know, being here from Massachusetts, we've all, you know, I'm from Massachusetts, we've all grown up with this. So it's not only just a Massachusetts thing, but when you think about it, it became, you know, obviously national because the presidency and, and international because he was loved all over the world at the time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, you look at it and we know what happened afterwards in the depression that the country went through looking at Jackie and the two small children. Yes. So it's, it's really heartbreaking, some of those things. Another thing we have is uh, actually it would be John John's probably his only birthday card he ever gave his father. And oh. I'm opening that oh, up and goodness. I'm in a state of shock. You know, there's a whole, basically there were a bunch of folders. And they all were pertaining to uh, JFK's last birthday. He was 46 on March uh, 29th in 1963. That's not when Marilyn Monroe... No, no, that was uh, two years prior. Oh, well, speaking of that, was it, is there any... We have one small uh, a lot that pertains to that. Uh, we have some pictures of the after party. I think mm-hmm. Jimmy Durante was there, maybe. Um, and that was actually before his birthday. It was like... It, it, so if oh. we did this, the auction in a chronolog- chronological order so that you can follow along like a timeline. And you, you did... This auction is cataloged in a chronological... Yes. I, well, that was one of my challenges, was how, how yeah. are we going wow. to be able to sell this stuff? You know, Especially was, with the memorabilia, that must have been tough. It was... It was, it was I, we've, I've worked on this for quite a few months and what I did was I I thought in order to best tell the story in order to to really figure out the order of sale I said why not do it chronologically it made sense so I tried to make each lot tell a story in a timeline so that you can go along and you can kind of follow when things happen so the reason why I say it was a little bit before his birthday Mm-hmm. It was his actual birthday date. The, the party was like two weeks prior or something like that. Mm-hmm. So when you follow along in the catalog, you can see where it is. And it's, it's a small lot. It, it, there's nothing earth-shattering in it, but it is interesting, yes. Wow. Now, we're going to talk about the highlights, but I also want to say that a few of the highlights we will put up post-auction on this podcast. So if someone's listening to this a year from now, they're going to see what some of these things sold for. Mm-hmm. Sure. We'll also put That's a good. link. I think we'll be able to put a link to where the items sold. Sure. Items and before the auction, where they are online. Sure. Now, 
Uh, let's talk about the highlights. The one thing that comes to mind, I'm looking at it right now, is the bomber jacket. That's just amazing. Um, do you think that's the highlight of as far well, as value goes? Well, it's certainly – it's an iconic thing. I think it's the mm-hmm. thing that we estimated, you know, with the most high estimate. Let's put it that way. Uh, it has the potential. And, and what's the – the estimate, I think, is extremely conservative. It's twenty to 40000 We put it down to – you know, you, you have to understand this is a true estate. This yes. stuff is from an estate. This stuff has never been out on the market. It's never been sold. So there's no 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 big reserves or any of that kind of stuff or, yep. or false expectations. This stuff is here to be sold. Mm-hmm. The, we're trying to do the best that we can for the Powers family, for their their estate. So we, we took the jacket with that in mind, and we tried to come up with an estimate that we felt was, you know, it, it just would be a, like a moderately conservative price, but you never know what's going to happen. It just depends on the last That's two right. hands at an auction. Uh, yeah, and I think it's pretty exciting. I'm really going to look forward to seeing that. So yeah, it's a nice thing. Before we get into some of the other items, did the family actually pull back some of the, some of the items themselves? Well, actually... What, this this was a long process. So once we, we got the uh, the um, uh, final say that we were the auction house that would be holding this this uh, auction of their materials, I I and along with John we would go back on occasion, and I'd have to meet with the family. And they we initially got one large amount of items, and then as time went on, they would pull out more things and more things and more things, and they would show me things that that. They, uh, things that they thought maybe should they sell or shouldn't they sell because they did hold things back that they felt that they wanted to keep themselves. Yes. I mean, so they certainly, you know, this isn't the entire, they, they, yeah. you know, th- this is their own personal life too. Right. So mm-hmm. they've kept some certain things. But there were things that they had in question that, you know, for one reason or other, whether it be a personal reason, financial reason, whatever the case might be. So there are things that, that it's not that they held back, but we, I was able to convince or make him, them understand why it would be okay for us to sell this item, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in a public format. So we, there are items like that, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's talk about some of what you consider other highlights here. Um, to be honest with you, Marty, there are so many. It's very difficult. There are 723 lots, okay? and really? in the, Yeah, 723 lots. And in that, it's not like there's one thing in each lot. I, I group things together so that mm-hmm. some things might have 20 or 30 things in it. You know, so it's, I, like I said, I try to make everything tell a story as, as this was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, to, we, we did things that, that uh, are probably not normal, but, you know, we, we're trying to make this a, a nice little, you know, piece of history and, and an edu- education. Um, but some of the highlights to me, there are things, and it's not for, 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 you know, solely the financial part of it, but there are some unique things. There, there's a letter uh, from uh, uh, to the president, and it's addressed to the president at the White House from his mother, and she had her apartment in uh, New York City. And it's just a very short note. But uh, the president and the first lady were going to be going to uh, Mexico for, for official business for the United States. And basically says... Jack, uh, you and I, you know what it's like for us to eat the food down there in Mexico. Just be aware. And please tell Jackie to say an act of contrition in case there's an accident. So to me, I mean, and it says, love mother. <laughs> and it's like, to the president in the White House. Now, this guy is the president of the United States. He's got every chef. He's got every, you know, 
thing in the world that's going to take care of this guy, right? But your mother's going to be your mother. Doesn't that's matter right. if you're the prisoner yeah. or not. I mean, yeah. so it's it's just you know it's just just you know it's it's very endearing. I like that yeah. when you're talking about the feelings you had when you're reading these because yeah. I I really get into this. Well, it's emotional. Too. You read yes. that and you know you know yeah. you think about the president, you think about any president, and you don't think of them sometimes as basically like you a or person. I, you know, a regular person. But this brings it all into context. You know, you, you get can, to you, learn. You you get to you. I've had this happen many times yeah. in, in the states, and you feel like you know the person. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Believe me. Yeah. I really feel. You know, it's like I'm from afar, but it's like I've learned so much. You know, uh-huh. I obviously had a, a you know knowledge of Kennedy and, and Dave Powers as well. I knew exactly who he was and what he was all about. Um, but this brings it all right to home, and the personal connection that you see in some of this stuff is just—it's just that's when you get goosebumps because yes. it's like we have. You talk about some highlights. Bring, and this is very topical because we just experienced another inauguration here in the United States. So this was November of 1963, okay? And the president was gearing up for Christmas and everything, just as we all do, thinking about what they're going to do. So he de- decided that what he would do for, for his close staff and friends was he, he would take all the inaugural addresses of the president's uh, speeches from George Washington right up to himself and bound it, in, bind it into a, a leather volume. He had this done, all uh, beautifully done in the sleeve, the whole thing. Now, of course, that tragic day on November 22nd came along. They were done. They, the books were done. Mm-hmm. Ja- Jackie took these books, and there's one right here that uh, she inscribed uh, to, to Dave. And it's the most personal and uh, loving sentiment that you can wow. imagine. I mean, you have to realize her husband was just murdered. Yes. And this was within the month. And she inscribes this to Dave. And it says, you know, thank you so much. You, the, the, this is not exact quote, but thank you so much for all you've done to give so, Ed Jack so many happy times throughout his life in the presidency. Wow. And uh, the bottom line of it was you and I will miss him the most. Love, Jackie. Wow. I mean, come on. Wow. I mean, that's, that's, it's, you know, you open that, you just, you know, like I said, I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, whatever you are. Th- this is just, you know, this is personal. Yeah. You know, it's just really, you know, it gives you goosebumps. Well, anyone our age remembers sure. exactly yeah. well, what you're Well, you're way older than me. Don't give me that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, when the No, exactly. Happened. So it, yeah. it's, it's, it is. It brings back the memories and it brings back the feelings growing up through the 60s and the 70s. We know where we were in life and what it did to change the American focus and the American fr- philosophy. Mm-hmm. So we knew what we were going through at that time. And it, the whole world, not just America, the whole world was following this and watching this. And that's... That's what I'm saying. This was December of 1963, and she's doing this. She actually gave Dave for a Christmas gift that year. Uh, it's a, basically a triptych of Dave with John John mm-hmm. and beautiful little photographs in the White House. Mm-hmm. And she inscribed that, you know, thank you so much that you have done for John, and I know you will continue to do for John. Uh, love always, something to that effect, Jackie. And what she did, Jack, you know, Jackie continued to live down in the Washington, D.C. area for quite a while after uh, the president was shot. She had Dave come over from the White House because Dave stayed on and he worked with Johnson. Uh, come over to her house and have lunch with uh, John John every day at noon wow. uh, Because she wanted that continuity. D- yeah. Basically, Jack Kennedy, the president, had two best friends. Okay, He had Bobby Kennedy and he had Dave Powers. Mm. And those were his two best friends. So J- Jackie wanted that continuity. She, whenever the kids were in the White House, they would be playing with Dave. Dave was right there. We have tons of photographs with the kids playing with Dave. Wow. So it, it, they had that connection. And we actually have right through the years, you know, things from John John and from Caroline. You know, even, mm-hmm. you know, 
showing their devotion to Dave throughout the years because of all they did, you know, and what he did to, to keep Camelot alive and the, the heritage of the, the Kennedy legacy. So they really appreciated that, and they really loved uh, Dave Powers an awful lot. Wow. So besides the documents and the sentiments and things like mm-hmm. that, what other personal effects besides the bomber jacket are there? Personal effects, there were gifts that were given to Dave throughout the years. Uh, uh, one prominent thing, again, to, in relationship to the inauguration, was the very first uh, uh, thing that uh, the President Kennedy gave as president to Dave is the bronze inaugural medal. It's a big bronze medal. Hmm. And the president had it mounted in uh, uh, Lucite, which was big in the 60s. You know, it was like oh, yeah. the new thing, so everything's Lucite. Yeah. So anyway, it's mounted, and he had it... Uh, uh, footed on a wooden base that was actually taken from a renovation in the 50s of the White House. So you huh. actually, when you buy this, you, or if you wanted to bid on it, the, the base of it is actually a piece of the White House. So wow. we own the White House ourselves, but you can actually have a piece of it in your own house. But, uh, you know, so there are things like that that Jack had given, especially like lighters and, you know, Christmas gifts like that. And mm-hmm. uh, But the, the, uh, the, the real main dynamic of the sale it just... You know, you think about it, there's, there's so many personalized photographs to yeah. them and letters and things like that. That's, that's really the, the bulk of it. There are three-dimensional objects, you know, yes. There's a, a box from the Honey Fitz, you know, the presidential yacht, a glass box. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was for cigarettes or what it was, but it's a beautiful little box that Jack had given. Um, so there's, there are a number of things like that, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what type of interest have you had in this? Do you think some of the things may go to some type of museum? Oh, well, we certainly would think so. I mean, we, we have had some uh, phone calls from, from many institutions, and we're trying to make everyone aware of that. Um, uh, you, you know, the, the JFK Library, of course, is the most uh, famous for, yeah. for their artifacts and that type of thing. I don't, I don't really know. They're well aware of the things that we have here. Uh, the Powers family made sure to make them aware of what they were doing uh, because they've had a close relationship, obviously, with the library forever. Uh, so they're well aware of what we have, and uh, uh, if they wanted to pursue something, that's up to them. But other institutions were trying to uh, make sure that uh, uh, that they're aware as well, even yeah. like the Getty and things like that, because there are, there are unpublished photographs that we have here that uh, that, are, that are quite unique. You know, I'm going to go to the auction, and you know why? Why is that? Not just to see the things yeah. sell, but I want to see the people that come to this auction. Well, it's, it's going to be... that. See, that's a major challenge right there, all right? Because, you know, we, you know us, you know John McGinnis Auctioneers. We've been here for a yeah. long time. We've run thousands of auctions. I mean, we have them, you know, quite regularly. So, you know the size of our gallery. It's a good size. It's not huge, yeah. but it's a good size gallery. We have it completely emptied out for the sale. It's an old grocery store. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, we're going to set it up the best that we can to make a nice display. Uh, there's not a lot of furniture, furniture or anything like that, so it's not like big things. We have uh, JF, uh, you know, excuse me, we have uh, Dave's desk that was in the West Wing of the White House. That's the biggest thing that we have. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, so so we, we are going to set up the gallery. We only have so many seats. So what we've decided to do, we've had an uh, actual catalog printed up, a beautiful catalog. And what we're doing is, and this is basically so that we can figure out how to seat people, is what we're doing is we're going to sell the catalog, which will give, entitle the person that buys the catalog two seats. Two guaranteed seats, let's put it that way. Two guaranteed seats to the auction, Mm -hmm. okay? So that way we'll be able to figure out ahead of time how many people to expect. So uh, what we're doing, and a portion of the proceeds of the sale of that will go to the JFK Library. So that's a nice Nice. thing as well. So that way, so the listener mm -hmm. can know that might listen to this before the sale, how much is that? Oh, it'll be $50. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a beautiful catalog. You know, yeah. it's, it's illustrated nicely and everything. Some people charge $50 for a catalog, so that's not bad. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I know. Yeah. You, they, they cost us a lot of money to produce. Um, but it's just basically to ensure our, our we need to know ahead of time how many people. You know, it's not – we're going to have a week-long preview prior to the sale, all mm-hmm. right, from Saturday to Saturday, from 1 to 7, I believe, uh, so that people will be able to come and take their time and search without big, massive crowds or any of that kind of stuff so that you can come and look at it. And that, is, of course, is free and open to the public. Anybody can come. We want everybody to come. And we actually want everybody to come to the auction, too. But if you want a seat, this is the way to procure that. Mm-hmm. If you, you buy the so catalog, you, can, you get two seats. It can be standing room Yeah, only. it could be standing room only. Yes. And it could be a moot point. A lot of people today, you know how the auction business works, right. is the computer. You know, yes. So you have phone bids, left bids, the computer. So a lot of people will be doing it at home. You know, they'll be bidding at home. I do believe, though, in this particular case, you're going to get us some people here. Well, I, I, and we, interesting people. We really hope so. <laughs> we really hope so. We've had some yeah. interesting phone calls from some. I don't want to mention any names or anything like that. But we've had some interesting phone calls. So... It, now, sh- it should be uh, interesting, yeah. right? This this particular auction mm-hmm. has what you don't really get a lot today, and that's a one owner sale. That's right. That's right. Well, and what and I let me tell to you ask, this too. Listen, okay, Mike, go ahead. You know how many times the phone is rung and people trying to get? I us was to just going to say the phone is ringing. I was just going to say years oh, ago I, when yeah. I had the Josiah Bartlett auction, sure, uh, signed the declaration. Sure. I had my phone rang off the hook with people trying to add <laughs> yeah, things. That they don't you just understand. Can't do it. You can't do yeah. that. It, it, it's not that the stuff isn't great that they might have, but it, 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 dilutes, the water. it dilutes the value yeah. of what you're trying to do. That's exactly you know, right. We're yeah. trying to showcase this particular auction in a fashion that shows the closeness and the true bond that this man had with the president and his entire family. And that's what you will see when you, when you, if, you, if you buy the cattle, take mm-hmm. a look at it, you'll see what I'm talking about. You can read you see these letters and it's from every member of the family whether it's ethel whether it's bobby and the close ties and relationship and how they felt and how they were truly endeared you know it, it's just unbelievable it's a little history time capsule that's right no it really is it really yeah. is and it like i said we have things that begin like it's in the chronological chronological order like i said from the 1930s the the very first lot that i started was uh the gloria swanson and uh joseph kennedy lot and it's in relationship to a movie the trespasser and apparently uh gloria swanson needed a little bit of money she was having financial issues so she wanted the rights to be able to sell the thing so she was trying to go back and forth with joe so it starts with things like that and it works into his formative years his education then his war years then it goes in right into his beginning the aspirations for, for running for office, the House of Representatives to the Senate campaigns, and then into the presidency. So you see the campaigns and all of that progression right up there. But it doesn't end November 22nd, okay, 1963. It doesn't end there. For Dave, it's just another phase. It was a horrible, trying time, and he moved on from there. And because of what he was doing with the family in securing basically that there would be a library we have things that are so personal right up through uh, basically right up through uh, he, he died he passed away in 1998 so the things go right up till that point you mm-hmm. know so you can see basically the formation of the library as well you know in this whole process so wow. it's amazing and you see the growth of the family and the way that they interacted with the public there's there's a, another interesting item from cardinal cushing i don't know if you remember cardinal cushing but he actually married uh, the president and he was big here in the archdiocese of boston there's a letter and this was right after uh, uh, Jackie had married uh, Aristotle Onassis. Mm-hmm. And it's a letter to Dave from uh, 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 the Cardinal uh, Cushing. 
And it's basically saying you can't even imagine the hate mail that I got after Jackie, you know, of, you know what she did. You know, like they looked at it as a total sin. You know, it's like, I mean, so you see things like this and you see what they were all going through at the time yeah. in different aspects of the family. So it's really interesting. It really is. Wow. Wow. Uh, getting back to who may come to the auction or who may participate. I'm particip- not telling you any names. <laughs> yeah. Or who may participate. Yeah. Um, do you think there, it's a possibility that some branch of the Kennedy family? I don't really expect that, to be honest with you. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. they might come to the preview or something, but, you know, they certainly have so much of their own. You know, Caroline, you have to remember, you know, she inherited so many estates, through, you know, because of when her mother passed away and because right. her brother tragically died also. Mm-hmm. So she has, you know, she had to, to, you know, basically sell a lot of their things because there was just too much of what she had. So she right. did have a big auction of things herself. So I, I don't really know. I don't really know what to yeah. say about that, but I, I, don't, I don't really expect I don't expect that, no. Okay, so one more time. Let's go over the auction date. Yeah, it's it's President's Day weekend. It's the Sunday of President's Day weekend, February 17th. And again, this is uh, 2013. Uh, we will have a uh, – the auction, I think, be- begins at 11 o'clock. It's going to be a one-day sale, so it's going to be a long day, pre- prepared for a long day. It's going to be a- an interesting day with a lot of emotions because of the way we did it chronologically. You'll be able to see the timeline yeah. as things go. Yeah. But uh, we have Previews. a week-long preview okay. uh, prior to that. Uh, it will be – I don't know the exact date, but it's the Saturday prior to the sale. Yes to the Saturday prior, uh, you know, one week prior. So it's uh, right up to the 16th. We will have previews in the afternoon from 1 to 7 every day, Saturday to Saturday. And the address here? At 76 Main Street in Amesbury, Massachusetts. And our website, if you wanted to take a look, we have a lot of pictures on there. We have uh, 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 computer versions uh, of the catalog on there as well. Uh, is com. Our website, it's... Uh, M-C-I-N-N-I-S-A-U-C-T-I-O-N-S dot com. That's plural. Yes, yep. plural. McGinnisAuctions.com. And you'll see, you know, what we're, what, what Mari and I are talking about. It's really an unbelievable uh, collection. Yes. Dan, you've been absolutely great. Thank and you. And I just want to say, sure. John McGinnis was on our very first podcast. It's a terrible <laughs> podcast only because our audio sound. But uh, John was on, uh, and and John and I have been friends since we were teenagers. Yes, and yeah. That's long, long time. And sure. I've known you yeah. for many years. Yeah, yeah that's true. So uh, we are here in Amesbury, Massachusetts. And uh, I hope you participate or look up the sale after this is over and see what happened. Thank you very much, Dan. Thanks a lot, Marty. Nice to talk to you. This podcast is sponsored by WorthPoint. Find out what your antiques are worth at worthpoint.com.